Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. We're all about connecting with other creative entrepreneurs and having real conversations about life, business, and everything in between. Join us as we converse with small business owners and learn their best tips and tricks on how they got to where they are today. We're here to tell you it's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. Today we'll be discussing the not-so-pretty side of social media. That's right, the comparison game. Unfortunately, this is something everyone falls prey to at some point. I mean, how could you not when all you see are people's highlight moments? As creatives, I truly believe that comparison is not only the thief of joy, but also a thief of inspiration and originality. Today, Joyce and I will be talking through some ways to overcome this mindset and let you know that you are not alone. No, you guys are definitely not alone. I'm going to guess that a lot of people that are listening to Diana and I, you know, have some kind of social media presence. Um, And that's totally fine because I feel like it's pretty common for people to start sharing their artwork on a separate social media, um, you know, just so that we don't bug our real life friends (laughs) with our new hobby. But then eventually it turns into a business, right? Or that's what happened um, with me with Write Pretty Things. And then you kind of get into this comparison game and you're comparing social media numbers and social media followers. And one huge thing that Diana and I just wanted to share, like just we believe so firmly in, I'm totally like saying we, but I know Diana thinks this too, is that it's all vanity numbers. So just because someone has a really high number of followers does not necessarily mean that they are killing it in business, right? Nothing magical happens when you hit 10K. Nothing magical happens when you hit 100K. Um, You know, I think that now as we're recording this in 2018, it's actually really hard to get to these higher numbers because of all the algorithm changes and whatnot. And so I just really wanted to stress that you know, it's just a vanity thing. You really shouldn't be focusing a lot of your energy or all of your energy into social media because like I said, nothing magical happens. And just because someone has, you know, a hundred thousand followers does not necessarily mean they're killing it in business. Like numbers of number of followers does not equate dollar amounts, right? Yeah. So if, you know, if you're ever feeling like, oh, I need to hit this certain number and then I will start making a lot of money in my business, like that is just not the case. I mean, you know, I know people that I've worked with, like my coaches, for example, my business coaches, where they had a social media presence that wasn't that big, but I know on the back end, like they're seven figure business owners, right? And, you know, conversely, I know people that have really large audiences and they're strictly a hobby and that's what they want it to be. They don't want to have a creative business and that's also okay. So don't let the numbers and the number of followers and the number of likes really mess with your mindset. I know that can be easier said than done, but um, we will share some tips later on on how to kind of overcome this mindset. I think that, you know, it's just really important to have a presence, but because of the constant algorithm changes, you know, it's not as important to, or you shouldn't drive a lot of your energy towards growing your numbers. Actually, um, Shanna Skidmore, she does like a business coaching slash um, conference type of business 
for creative specifically and she had a private youtube video that she shared about talking specifically about vanity numbers on social media on instagram and it was really interesting because she actually um, did like a test a poll if you will of just different people with different number of followers and, and also linked it to how much money they made and it blew my mind i was like Ooh. amazed it's very juicy and interesting i, <laughs> I was like go look it up now yeah totally i think you have to sign up for her newsletter to get access to the video because it is private but still very interesting and i liked how there are real people behind them and she talks about you know exactly how much money they made that year and how much followers they have so it's very um i don't know very encouraging to hear <laughs> it's so interesting and i don't even know where it came where this whole like oh must hit x amount of followers like i don't know where i got that in my head in the beginning or maybe it's something that we all go through as beginners but now that we're a few years away from starting our businesses i think diana and i can safely say like it doesn't really affect your revenue that much yeah and also it's mostly about engagement nowadays right like mm-hmm, i can't totally. remember where i heard that but they were saying like if your audience is small but they're engaging they're interested in you that is way more powerful than if you have a big audience that is not as engaging or as interested in your work um because these are real life people that are behind these mm-hmm. accounts and i think that's what we have to remember is not necessarily like the quantity like right as you get older Don't you feel that way? Like, oh, the quantity (laughs) of people in your life is not as important as the quality of people that are in your lives. And of course, social media is a little bit different than the real life relationships you have. But I think it's still similar in the sense of human connection and the quality of connection you have with your followers. No, I agree. The moment you said, as you get older, I was like, oh, no, she's going with this. The Um, energy. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, and, you know, not to say... Like, I love my followers. I love interacting with them. I know you do too, Diana. So it's not to say like, oh, we don't care about our, you know, thousands of followers. Not at all. Not one bit. But we don't put an emphasis on, um, we don't put an emphasis on it. Like, it's not not going to make or break our business. Yeah. Getting older. Anyway, that's, (laughs) let's not go to that tangent. (laughs) We're still so young. No, I had to, I, we are on a tangent. Sorry, guys that are listening. (laughs) I had someone tell me I looked really young and I was like, really? Because I'm going to go get um, balayage tomorrow. That's why I do it to hide this gray hair. So, you know, <laughs> secrets of why Joyce's hair is nicely colored. It's hiding stuff. Anyway, Love so it. Diana. <laughs> Another reason why I think we have to stay away from the comparison game is because people tend to compare their work with one another. I mean, everyone falls prey to this i mean especially if you are a young or new artist um, and you're not quite there with developing your style or knowing Mm -hmm. your voice it's so important to keep fresh eyes and what i mean by keep fresh eyes is to not start your day with social media Um, because when you consume before you create the thing that you consume will affect how you create whoa i did not mean to make a quotable (laughs) moment there but seriously right like you if you want to be original if you want to be i don't know have your own voice or even find your own voice i think you need to leave some room 
Yeah, for white space. And whenever you go on social media, you naturally, and, and of course, not always, I'm not saying every time you're on social media, you're comparing yourself. But if you're, you know, right in the morning, like when your mind is fresh, you don't want to put something else out there that's not your own voice. Like you don't want to start off with that, I think. Um, and I'm really I agree. S- saying this to myself too, because yeah, I, definitely I, say, I agree. <laughs> Me too. Fall guilty for this. Um, I actually heard that from Jim Quick. Uh, he's an inspirational speaker, and he's all up, he talks about uh, muscle memory and all of that stuff. And he says that he doesn't sleep with the phone in his room, um, and he doesn't look at it for I can't remember like I don't want to say how many number of hours, but he doesn't look at it in the morning right when he wakes up. And I look up to him a lot, and I was like, okay, if he says this, and I want to be like him, then I want to do that too. And I actually don't uh, sleep with the phone in my room and the crazy thing I thought about it today because I've I didn't really think about it because you know once you get into habit of something you don't really think about it but today I woke up and I just got up right away literally like a second after I woke up I got up and I realized oh I can't remember the last time I stayed in bed after I woke up like I every time I wake up I get out of bed like right away and I think it's partly because my phone is not in my room so I get like motivated to check my time which means I have to get out of bed, go to the living room, look at my phone to check my time. I don't know. It's just kind of silly, but it, it works. So. But when you get to your phone, like you're checking the time, but you're not jumping on Instagram or anything yet. You're just like quickly checking what, if anything important has happened and then you don't necessarily jump on Instagram. Yeah, I try not to. I'm not going to say that I succeed every single day. I think that's something that I'm definitely actively working on to not do. Um, I think for me, sometimes I get not anxiety, but excitement, but also a little bit of anxiety, I guess, with like DMs. I don't know if you get like that, Joyce, like especially if you put something out there like a poll or some sort of feedback you're wanting like that. I get more excited about reading through DMs rather than like what what are people posting? Yeah, no, I agree. I think that has to also do with the algorithm change when things stopped being in chronological order. I was just kind of like, Ugh, I can't keep up with this. And so I'm not really on the the main feed a lot, but I love to look at messages, like you said. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think even that, like I'm still trying to just keep fresh eyes because it is so much more tempting, right? If you're on your Instagram, whether it is to look at how many likes you got or look at how many people DM'd you, like it is natural that you're going to scroll through and kind of get into that rhythm. Um, whereas if you're, if you just don't look at your phone in the morning in the AM, I mean, not all of the AM, but just like right when you wake up, I think it's easier to, I don't know, keep fresh eyes and be original And I think just in terms of like protecting yourself from getting yourself into that comparison mindset and yeah, and getting confused like that, I feel like comparison really makes you confused in what direction you want to go. And it's it can give you like shiny object syndrome too. like where do we follow a lot of other influencers and artists, right? Social media. And then you start to see that, oh, so and so has this product or so and so has this service. And then that can give you feelings of like oh am I doing the right thing in my business even it's like sometimes it's beyond art like oh should I also do that in my business that seems you can't see me but I'm using air quotes that seems to be doing you know well for so and so and so you just you know to avoid that shiny object syndrome just not don't spend so much time on social media 
Yeah. It's like when you're on a diet. I feel, I feel like I use this like example a lot, right? Like if you're on a diet, why would you buy like chips, ice creams, cookies and leave it all over your house, right? I mean, of course you could do that like when you're not on a diet, but why would you, you might as well just not rid yourself of that. So if you do want to treat yourself and go get a cookie, you have to like physically get dressed, get in your car, get out and buy a cookie instead of having it accessible in your house. So I feel like it's really similar in that sense. I mean, just use it as a tool for inspiration, but you definitely, I feel like the the more aware you are of how it can be affecting you. And if it's if it's good, then that's good. And it's inspiration, right? And not copying or anything, but inspiration. But if you find yourself just feeling a little bit down, maybe you don't even know why. Maybe for some reason you're like questioning your business after spending 30 minutes on social media. Well, actually now you know your why. And maybe that means it's time to shift your mindset a little bit and um, maybe just take a little bit of a break because there's very good things about about social media about Instagram our whole point is just that we don't want it to turn negative for you and to have you then question your art and question your business so that's really like the gist of our episode here yeah I think it's like you have to check in with your relationship with social media it's not about like social media being wholly good or wholly bad you know it's just about your relationship like if you are burned out or if you find yourself like in a state of dissatisfaction or like where does that come from and if it come a lot of the times it does unfortunately come from comparison so Joyce if someone is feeling that way how how what would you tell them to do and how do you avoid getting into that mindset in the first place for me I recently or maybe not recently but for the past few months Um, I have started to journal and really journal about just gratitude. I've shared this on like my YouTube before, but I really like the best self journal um, because it helps me plan my days, even though I'm like huge on Google Calendar and all the electronic things. I also like to have the paper planner and I use the best self journal Um, and using that actually um, got me in the practice of doing gratitude. So three things you're grateful for in the morning and three things you're grateful for at night. It's like spread out on your planner page as well as all the times and like your schedule. Right. And, um, that's actually how I like to start my mornings now. So practicing that gratitude and ending the day in the same way, instead of rolling over and then grabbing my phone and looking what's on social media. And I've, I know that that's helped me like not even just avoid the whole questioning of what I'm doing with my business or my art, but it's helped me in other aspects of my life too, right? Like you're just going around being grateful for all the big and little things. So that's something, practicing gratitude. Yeah. And I like how, because everyone's going to say like gratitude is amazing, but I really like how you intentionally make time in your day to do that and like actually write it down like I think that's so important and so so good well girl you know I'm a Virgo like I can't have these blank (laughs) lines in my planner so I also just have to do it or it will bother me (laughs) but then now it's like this relaxing thing and it's not like some some days it's like I am grateful for coffee already being made you know but Mm -hmm. I rather think about those things and just go down the deep dark hole and question if my business is going in the right direction because so and so is doing something so yeah Yeah, you know what about you Diana what are other ways that people can kind of fight that comparison feeling 
Yeah, I think it really stems from knowing yourself and being comfortable with who you are. And I think everybody struggles with insecurity at times, but I think it doesn't help to constantly fill yourself or consume your thoughts or your brain with other people's voices. So sometimes you just need to like unplug, like unplug. And I have a uh, note um, in, well, everybody has the notes app in your phone, but um, I have one note that's quite long and I basically wrote down like all the things that I want I wrote this when I had like a clear mind and a clear space and a white blank slate. So like it really poured out from within my heart rather than like what I'm looking at or what what's sexy right now or whatever. But I had different like buckets in my life, right? So like I would have a bucket for business. I would have a bucket for my personal life. I would have a bucket for my giving life or whatever, just different areas of my life. And I would fill, the, fill each bucket with things that I want. So for personal life, it would be something like, exercising three times a week or eating well or whatever and then obviously business that's probably the longest for me just because I am that girl who is obsessed Same. with her business <laughs> yeah and then of course no you know, shame Nothing no shame no shame so I put all of my my dreams or my goals or my aspirations within those buckets and when I read them in the mornings I I remind myself what I want not what anyone else wants or what not anyone else wants of me or is asking of me or requires of me. It's like I, I'm in control of my actions because I know what I want. So I think that really helps me to kind of stay focused. I heard Riley and I love her. We're just gonna say hi to Riley, everybody. Because Di- side note, I'm all about the tangents today, guys. Side note, Diana and I both have rescue dogs. Anyway. Um. That's so funny because right when Riley started barking, I saw her run across the yard and I immediately pressed mute. And I was like, I hope nobody heard that. But Joyce was like, I love Riley. And I was like, okay, yeah. great. <laughs> Riley, also, we're still on our tangent, guys. I'm almost done, I swear. But Riley also makes an appearance in Diana's watercolor lesson video for oh Watercolor Bootcamp, which is a course that I co-created and Diana is an instructor and Riley also makes an appearance there yeah, but anyway she actually volunteered she was like can I <laughs> be in the video with you mom please and I was like fine you get your I didn't five have seconds to pay her I yeah. didn't have to pay her she did it for free exactly <laughs> but like I love that I love that you have your goals and your aspirations based on you know what um you know different areas of your life and checking in on that frequently daily however however often you check in diana is going to just put you in the right mindset to not let the other stuff floating out there on social media affect you or at least affect you like as much as maybe it would without it right yeah yeah definitely it reminds me of you know when you're a kid and you want something just because the other person has it it like kind of everybody Mm -hmm. has that even as an adult you have that like thing inside your human heart that's like that person has it, so I want it. But then when you really check in with yourself and say, like, do I really want that thing? Like, do I really want... Like, if you see someone getting free stuff or, like, I don't know, like, vitamins or... I, I can't think of anything <laughs> on top of my my head. But whatever... Markers. I'm markers. like, calligraphy. I always get, like, hey, do you want free, like, supplies? You yeah, know? totally. Or, like, um, like, one that I see all the time are, like, the wood watches or, like, the charcoal toothpaste that influencers get. I actually got um both of those 
like emails and I was like this has nothing to do with me so I just didn't even respond but then later on when I saw someone else say like oh I received this wood watch for free you know whatever I don't know why in my, in that moment I was like I want that wood watch and then I have to remind myself actually I turned that down and I really wouldn't know what to do with it so in those moments like if you know what you want and you can silence up those thoughts then you wouldn't even really get into that comparison mindset I guess and you know what we we talked about it a little bit earlier with um, Diana mentioning Shanna Skidmore. And if we can find like how to access that video, we'll put it in the show notes. But it can also just be as simple as shutting it down, guys. Like you don't check social media for a week or however long you need. Maybe you time yourself. Like, I don't know. Have you ever done that before, Diana, where you've like timed timed yourself and only allowed yourself like 10 minutes or whatever just so that it stays fun and light and inspirational versus you know dark (laughs) yeah dark and twisty yeah I've actually never done that with specifically Instagram but I've definitely done that with Netflix or TV time um just like saying like I can only watch you know one show a day or whatever that's definitely not possible but you know whatever the example is I actually follow Brit, um, Brit from Brit and Co. She owns like a media pop culture media company, um, mm-hmm. but she does this thing called, oh gosh, I can't even remember what the name is called, but it's weekly challenges where she basically does something that makes her feel uncomfortable for a week, and it's actually really cool. And one of the things that she did was. Um, limit her social media intake and she downloaded a bunch of apps that showed her how much time she was actually spending versus what she thought she was spending and because there's like a tracker she felt kind of competitive with herself and she was able to lower her her usage a lot and I thought that was really really cool yeah I think that's I I don't know if I can take the challenge myself uh but if you're if it's something you're struggling with like why not and I guess I say if I could take the challenge myself because I currently am in a season where I'm not feeling like comparison issues with other artists or with other business owners. But if I were in a season where that was like really bringing me down, it might be something that I consider for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what is has been like a really practical way for me to get out of that mindset? Because I, I'm in the same boat as you, Joyce, whereas I don't feel that way right now but I did feel it recently and I was really surprised because I really wouldn't compare I wouldn't consider myself a a person who is like jealous or comparing myself all the time so when this mindset came to me I was like whoa this is really weird but what you were aware of it which is cool though yeah 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 yeah, definitely and and like trying to be active about working um to getting out of that yeah but something that actually helped me a ton is listening to other or like or people that I look up to right like whether it's business owners creatives or some sort of person with something that I want or whatever and talking to them and 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 having like really honest conversations about their struggles about the good sides and the not so good sides about what they do and they're also listening to their failures or lessons that they learned and I'm like oh wow this person is real and whenever I have that kind of conversation, it's really encouraging me because I'm like, okay, like I'm probably the same way. I I feel like I probably mostly share my highlight stuff, but my life isn't perfect. It's not always white background, bright lighting and Riley sitting oh so perfectly by our like fireplace. It's not always like that, you know, and 
it just like it's like a reality check I guess and that's really encouraging to me personally no you bring up a good point where you know we're comparing people are comparing themselves and their businesses and their art to these highlight reels and just like Diana mentioned and like I mentioned in the beginning like uh you know I know people that are killing it and have very inactive social media presence so it's like you can never my point is is you never really know what's going on so what is the point of comparing yourself to this like perfect white background you know when it can be like someone might be struggling it goes back to that whole thing of like you just never know what other people are going through and struggling and so there's just not really a use to compare yeah yeah definitely and if there are like specific people that like you can name that you are comparing yourself with I would just say unfollow that person like I know that sounds harsh but and it, and it doesn't have to be personal it has nothing to do with like that person it's not it just personal. is like your it's choice yeah. yeah but I think that's completely valid like you know what you need in that season and if that means unfollowing some people who are doing the things that you want to be doing or whatever I think that's okay and there's room for that Look, guys, it's not high school. Like, don't be upset if someone unfollows you and whoever you unfollow, if you need to do this, like gets upset. Like you're you need to look out for your own mindset and your own triggers. Right. So it's really important to find out what those are through gratitude, through journaling, like Diana and I mentioned. But once you know that, like take action and get yourself in a place where this silly app that we both love, but really it's just an app where it's affecting you. You don't want it to affect you in a negative way. If you can, if you can overcome these like issues that it brings that are negative, then you can go back to Instagram and have it be this fun, like inspirational place again, right? One And one last thing that I wanted to mention that you guys can do in order to kind of shift this comparison mindset thing when you're on social media, start following other people that have nothing to do with your business. Like, For me, I follow a lot of watercolor and calligraphy artists, but I also follow a lot of artists that are using other mediums like acrylic. I follow a lot of photographers. I follow food bloggers that, you know, really style their photos well. Um, It's not all just people that have similar businesses to me. And I find that really inspirational too. So, you know, in that shift, yeah, in that shift of you taking it from a negative thing to a positive thing, like try following more people that inspire you, but maybe aren't directly connected to your industry. And that might bring the fun back into social media. Okay, guys, so I know that Diana and I, mostly me, sorry, I go on tangents, I drag Diana along, I'm sorry. Um, There were a few tangents in there, but I hope that you guys did get something out of this episode and that you're feeling a little bit better on how to approach Instagram. Just remember that it's all vanity numbers. So don't place so much emphasis on, you know, what your numbers are and what other people's numbers are. Nothing magical happens at 10,000. Nothing magical happens at 100,000. Except like Diana said, sometimes you're going to get offers to market things that make no sense to your brand. So that's not really magical, right? Don't worry about the social media numbers and how many followers. What's more important is actually connecting with your audience, whether that's through messages, whether that's through polls that open up, you know, direct messages. I love that stuff. So connection is more important than the actual number. Plus, you know, you don't want to use Instagram as a negative space where you end up comparing your art or comparing your business, kind of 
put your blinders on and just like focus on what you're doing and what your business is about. And that way you might be able to keep those fresh eyes. And we shared a few ways to kind of overcome this mindset, whether that's unfollowing people, don't worry, it's not high school, no one's feelings should get hurt, um, setting a timer, doing a detox. And then Diana and I shared more things about gratitude, like how I exercise that gratitude, how she revisits you know, what she wants for her life. And that just puts us in a better mindset where we don't even go to the comparison game, right? Because we're already in a better mindset. So try some of those things if you are experiencing this um maybe even just me telling you that it's a vanity number and nothing magical happens is what kind of helps you but if you are feeling a little bit down uh, try some of these things and let us know how it goes but we promise you like your follower count is not necessarily going to make or break your business so thank you for listening to this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, head to our website, themoderncreativepodcast.com. Message us there or message us on Instagram. We love getting your messages. We love how you're sharing these episodes and we will chat with you soon. Thanks for listening.